Hey, this is Greg Steer. I'm super excited about my new book, Unlikely Fighter. And I'm excited also about this podcast mini-series that we're doing about the book and some of the major themes in the book. And one of the themes is youth. You know, one of the things I always say is, is my life's calling is about the power of the gospel and the potential of youth. And it's in my DNA because there was a preacher who was from the Deep South whose nickname for some reason was Yankee. And I didn't actually know the reason. His father was a counterfeiter and a bootlegger. And he was born on the Yankee was born on the run in Pennsylvania uh, when his dad was trying to evade the law. And so when he was born, his dad nicknamed him Blank Yankee. His name is actually Ralph Arnold, but he goes by Ralph Yankee Arnold. Everybody knew him uh, as Yankee. And Yankee had planted a church. He graduated from Florida Bible College, planted a church in Arvada, Colorado. And, and the church really was, it was a smokescreen because what it, what it really was was a youth ministry where the adults were invited out on Sunday morning to experience a church service. Yankee, I mean, he used the church to fund the youth ministry. Yankee knew that the key to reaching the city for Christ was getting the young people reached. He knew that teenagers come to Christ quicker, they spread the gospel faster. So he developed this ministry that was called the Christian Youth Ranch, which sounds like a boy's home, right? Uh, but it was a youth ministry. met every Thursday night uh, up on 80, 82nd and Sims uh, in Arvada, Colorado. And there was one point there was over 800 teenagers attending Christian Youth Ranch. Yankee would do whatever it took to reach young people. Matter of fact, one time somebody gave him, I think it was a 1969 cherry red Pontiac Firebird beautiful car. And he parked it right in front of the church. Matter of fact, the sidewalk that goes up to the church and kind of sideways, he had to kind of walk around it on the way into youth group on Thursday night. And everybody was talking about this car, mag wheels, pipe, side pipe. I mean, it just was awesome looking car. He stood up and he goes, Hey, you guys like my car? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, it was given to me. And he holds up the keys. And he goes, and I'm going to give it to the teenager who brings out the most unreached people, the most unreached teens over the next three months. Whoever brings out the most teenagers gets the keys to this car. And everybody freaked out. And I think it was Danny Jackson that won. He was bringing busloads of students. I think maybe every student, almost every student at Pomona High School came out to Christian Youth Ranch. And hundreds, if not thousands, over the course of three months ended up indicating faith in Christ. Yankee would do whatever it took to reach young people. One of the things I love about Yankee is it reminds me of the Apostle Paul, because the Apostle Paul had a high view of young people. Uh, one of the passages that show this is Acts chapter 16, when Paul chooses Timothy, who's still living uh, at home with his parents, chooses Timothy to travel with him as his apprentice. So most likely, he was a teenager at home that Paul invested in. It's kind of odd to think of, you know, Paul as a youth leader, but he invested in Timothy. Matter of fact, years later, he wrote these words to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, 12 and 13. Don't let, let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, 
in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching, and to teaching. So there's a couple lessons in here, and you're going to see this theme throughout the Unlikely Fighter book. It's not a book written for teens per se, but it really talks about the potential of young people. I think oftentimes we underestimate. Paul reminds us in this passage, don't dismiss teenagers as too young. Don't dismiss teenagers as too young to do anything for God. One of the reasons I'm doing what I do today, I lead a ministry called Dare to Share. We train millions of teens for the last 30 years how to share the gospel of Christ. It's a global ministry. God's doing some amazing things. One of the reasons I'm doing this ministry is a Yankee. He believed in young people. He believed in me. And I'm a fatherless little kid that gets involved with his youth ministry and here's these adult leaders that believe and invest in me. And not just me, I mean, everybody that was there. They wanted to see change the world. I remember Yankee walking down the hallway of our church with his old school field, King James, uh, black leather bound uh, Bible underneath his arm. He's walking fast like a preacher walks, you know. He looks at me and he's like, you're going to reach the world for Christ someday, young fella. And he just keeps walking by. And I knew he'd said that a thousand times to a thousand students. And I knew he meant it every time. And it, it seared into my soul. I'm going to reach the world for Christ someday through God's power. It's because he believed in me. And he believed in the potential of all teenagers. Teenagers come to Christ quicker. They spread the gospel faster than adults. They do. If, you miss, if you're trying to see a, a, a movement in your community and you're not focusing on young people, you miss the movement. This passage reminds us, don't dismiss teenagers as too young. Secondly, choose to disciple them to set the pace spiritually. He said, I want you to set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I believe our young people can set the pace spiritually for the adults. And I think of Mark Schweitzer. He was uh, my basketball coach. He was a teacher at Arvada Christian School, Yankees Christian School. And, man, he invested in me. I mean, he told me, you can set the pace for your classmates for this school. And I wasn't the only one he invested in. There was a bunch of us. But God used his encouragement, like Paul to Timothy, Mark to me, to really set the pace spiritually. And finally, mobilize them to evangelize and disciple their peers. We need to mobilize young people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to unleash them to share that good news. I remember one of the things that Yankee did every Friday night. There was a thing called Friday Night Soul Winning. Uh, today it's called evangelism. Back then it was called soul winning. I don't know why I say it with a southern accent. It just feels right. Friday Night Soul Winning. Let's go win some souls. He that winneth souls is wise, as Proverbs says. Anyways, I'm going to keep talking like that for the rest of the day. But let me just tell you, I love Friday Night Soul Winning because there would be 50 to 100 of us that would gather together on Friday nights We'd pray, we'd, you know, get training, and then we would separate out into, like, shopping malls across the city, and we would share Christ with teenagers. That's back when Friday night, Saturday night at every mall was packed with teenagers. They have Xbox, you know, to play back home. You had to go to an arcade, for those of you who are old enough to remember, go to an arcade with a pocket full of chains so that you could, you know, play the games, right? So we would share Christ in these malls around Orange Julius in the center of the mall and the outside of the mall, and we'd come back and we'd tell stories, and it was 
awesome. And all along the way, these adult leaders would train us and teach us. I remember one time, Timo, one of my uh, youth leaders, Timo Sanchez, I'm walking behind the Pomona High School uh, football team, a lot of them anyway, and they were a state champions at the time. And I was about middle school. I was a little middle schooler too. So these guys look like giants to me. And I'm walking behind them. And Timo walks right up to them and goes, hey, you guys want to hear the best news on the planet? They're like, yeah. He goes, this guy's going to tell you. And he points to me and he walks away and they all turn. And I'm like, oh. But, man, I shared the gospel. I mean, they put us all in positions to stretch our faith. But underneath it all, they believed in the power of the gospel and the potential of you. So I want you to think about your church. Do you think maybe you have teens or uh, children or uh, grandchildren? I want you to think about young people that you know. Do not despise their youth. Mobilize them. This book, Unlikely Fighter, is going to show you the power of the gospel and the potential of youth. I can't wait for you to read it. I can't wait for you to be reminded how God can use young people to change the world.